You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Out there, there's a world outside of Yonkers. Way out there beyond this hick town, Barnaby. There's a slick town, Barnaby. Out there, full of shine and full of sparkle. Close your eyes and see it. Listen, Barnaby. Listen, Barnaby. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Gina and Miranda. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 614, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com, click on an agent tab, and then look for one of us. We've got Vicki, Miranda, Gina, or myself, Stephanie, here to get you a free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. So on Friday, April the 30th, last week, Disneyland reopened after 412 days of closure. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yay. I feel like I feel like we need to cheer and do cartwheels and Confetti. I know. <laughs> Joey, add something special there. <laughs> yeah, we're all excited for the West Coast Disney Ohana and whatever they got to go. Hopefully they got to go. And even if they didn't get to go, I bet they felt it wherever they were in California. Um, I know that we all enjoyed watching the videos of the cast members' faces. Uh, Margie was keeping me up on that with making sure that I watched the different ones and I don't even she saw more than I did um but I'm not sure who was on TikTok oh Mm -hmm. okay well I'm not sure who is more excited the cast members the guests or us that were watching the YouTube coverage because I know some of us got teary-eyed some of us talked about crying and so no matter what we know that April 30th 2021 is definitely going to go down as a magical day in Disney history most definitely people were so excited and it was just it, it was it's just like filled you with the feel goods to watch. Yeah, excited for them. I mean, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> you said 412 days? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Miranda so probably sad. already knew that. <laughs> She's, <laughs> She's waiting. Like, She's waiting. Just own it already. <laughs> I need this in my life. <laughs> Miranda, did you cry? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, when they closed, it was like, I just want them to be open. Like, I don't have to be there for it. It just, I need like Disney in my life. I need to like check the wait times and live vicariously through like everyone who's able to experience it. Right. Right. Isn't it funny how we all do that? Like it's, it's not uncommon for us to check wait times. But if we tell somebody that that's not a Disney person like we are. They're like, what do you mean you're checking the wait times? Well, You're my husband, there. Th- Chris thinks I'm a total nutcase because I was doing it one night laying in bed and he's like, what are you doing? I'm checking <laughs> wait time for what? <laughs> Just saying. In case I can magically get myself there, wiggle my nose and- uh, In case my helicopter comes and picks me up and you know. 
I just say it's for research. I'm just trying to figure out what the best time to go on each ride yeah. is. And so I'm just researching, okay? Just making See, sure my theories my still fly. for booking trips. Oh, I'm not supposed to be booking any. And I'm like, that's my job. <laughs> I have to. I have to do it. So guests staying at the resort's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa will see modified access to Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. Health and safety checkpoints are already in place. The existing permanent signs guide guests to the conference center, theme parks, and downtown Disney District. New freestanding signs guide guests to the entrance for theme parks and temperature screenings. Just a reminder that guests must wear face coverings, maintain physical physical distancing, and pass a temperature screening. Guest relations cast members greet guests as they approach the temperature screening. Hogue Medical Group staff mans the temperature screen station. A sign shows proper face covering use. Disney also reminds guests to refrain from offensive language and to follow park rules. Guests will need to enter the park via downtown Disney District, joining other guests in lining up uh, for park entry, including Disney California Adventure. Hand sanitizer stations and additional signage have been added. A directional sign points guests to Disneyland. Guests looking to enter Disney California Adventure will need to walk a little bit further to do so for the foreseeable future. So I think this is good. And I don't know how many of you were listening. Gina was for sure. We did a show where there was a guy that showed how you get into parks free. Uh, This is, so it's been 2018 probably. Mm -hmm. There, I think this is going to eliminate any possibility of that for that guy ever doing that again, because that is how they were showing, I saw this, I mean, I listened to a vlog on this, but then I was watching how they were doing it. And it was the way that the guy snuck in to California Adventure. He -hmm. went out the hotel and he was able to somehow finagle his way in. And I don't, I mean, I know this is because of COVID, but I also think this is going to stop anybody who somehow was able to get in free. So. I think, and I'm not. I wouldn't try it, don't try it, but I think you can kind of do the same thing at Animal Kingdom for um, Rainforest Cafe, because it has two entrances, one that's outside the park and then one that's inside the park. Oh, I didn't know there was an inside the park Uh one. Yeah, if you, when you, when you first come up, like before you go through the turnstiles, if you go to the left, you can go in Rainforest. So then if you walk straight through, to the or the um shopping thing whatever you want to call it souvenir store there's another door and that's in the park Ooh, i don't think I and there's that. nobody at that door i mean i wouldn't i, I would wouldn't either. try to I mean, cheat the system but chris and i were just talking about it the last time we were there like i'm like i wonder if you could sneak in there and i'm like i mean not not that i would do it but I'm Get sure people have. banned from Disney property for forever. If, right? I wonder if anybody has, was what my question was. Oh, I'm sure that that guy just amazed us at all the crazy things he did. Um, I'll try to figure out what episode that is and put it out so that if anybody wants to watch it. But he did some crazy stuff. Like, he he wanted to take a shower. So I'm like, do you live on the streets? No, you have a YouTube channel. How do you live on the streets? But whatever. He was just weird. But he walked, yeah, he walked in California into a hotel and this lady was cleaning the room and he said, oh ma'am, I think I left my wallet in there. 
and um, can I go in there and look for it? And she said, yeah, well, she was in the other room cleaning and that door was open. He went in, took a shower. He While she was cleaning? Yeah, and he hadn't stayed there. He was just taking a shower. So, and the, what a weirdo. There are some people crazy, are crazy people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Sorry, Miranda. <laughs> well, it's a bright, big, beautiful morning here at Disneyland Resort. It wouldn't be a trip to Disneyland without a stroll down Main Street, USA, and guests came across some friends that they hadn't seen for a really long time. Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Pluto were out and about outside of the Disneyland Railroad on Main Street Station. Mickey and friends are waving, interacting with guests, and taking photos while safely physical distance. Goofy came down the Disney Railroad steps to greet a few guests. Over by the Main Street Bypass, we found Corella DeVille. Guests were thrilled to see their Disney friends again. Valet parking did not return with Walt Disney World Resort when they reopened in June of 2020. The service continued to be available for guests with disabilities who may require parking assistance. However, there is now a timeline full for the full service valet to return to the resorts. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa started the service back up again on Saturday, May 1st for all guests. On Sunday, May 2nd, valet service returned to the Disney's Contemporary Resort and Disney's Riviera Resort. On May 16th, Disney's Yacht Club and Disney's Boardwalk Resort's valet will also return. On May 30th, valet services will return to Disney's Beach Club Resort and Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Vila's Kadani Village. And on June 7th, the valet service will return to Disney's Mulder's Lodge. To us, this is yet another step towards normalcy at Disney World. I like how they like opened it up like, okay, the most expensive hotel. Yes. You get it first. The next <laughs> Wow. You get valet and you get valet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. That's it's what it sounded like. Uh That's how I felt. Okay, so the pavement throughout Magic Kingdom is being replaced. They're really trying to make sure that the park looks its best for the 50th later this year, which is closing in on us, by the way. Uh, In in Fantasyland, guests have seen some stonework being replaced, but it looks like more is being added elsewhere. So a fresh slab of pavement was placed Thursday, April 29th by Friars Nook, and it had several like light colored spots that seemed to indicate new stones were being placed there. And the stonework that was previously removed in front of Peter Pan's flight was in a large circle, but the pattern on this pavement was more random. So on Friday, April 30th, more new pavement was being laid and the possible stone pattern was continued. Lighter spots and a line stretch across the pink pavement connecting the stonework on either side. I think it's interesting that they're doing it so randomly it's almost like they're trying to make people guess, which makes me think that there's like a picture within the stonework. I don't know. I'm just guessing, guessing based on what I'm reading and what I'm watching on blogs. But one thing for sure, Disney is trying to make sure the Magic Kingdom looks its absolute best. So it's mostly magical or most the most magical it can be for the 50th anniversary. That would be really cool if like, you know, from above, like a drone could see a big picture. It wouldn't surprise me because they're doing it so randomly. Like they're doing it in different areas. It's not Yeah, consistent. I think she's right. They might use a drone to, that'd be kind of cool though. We'll have to be watching just to see if that happens. Mm-hmm. All right, so preparations for a distance queue are now underway for the modified return of the stage show at the Harambe Theater. 
Cast members were seen measuring and setting up physical distancing stickers in the queue outside of the Harambe Theater. The queue had been used for other attractions such as Avatar Flight of Passage and Kilimanjaro Safari, but now the queue markers are being altered to be used just for the returning show. Equipped with tape measures, the cast members ensured that they follow the proper physical distancing guidelines in place by Walt Disney World Resort. As we mentioned last week, the stage show will be a modified version of the fan favorite and one of my personal favorites, Festival of the Lion King. So have you guys ever, um, well, Steph, you were there in March. Miranda was there and we all because we were all there at the beginning of the year did you mm -hmm. see anybody doing those social distancing because it was quite a little show I thought to do three like people pe doing markers yeah there were three to four people depended when we were seeing it like one had the tape measure one had the tape one stood back to make sure the line was exact. no they were not doing this they were not <laughs> I just thought it was well, funny I, I mean even guests really weren't because uh we were in line for um, pirates and people weren't social distancing in line. Well, I can I, tell you that right now. I think Vicky's saying like she watched the crew members, the yes. cast members, oh, they were it. actually like putting the markers down. Is that what you saw, Vicky? Yes, it was hilarious um, because I'm sure it was in preparation for spring break because you know, they didn't have to have them as long for a while because they didn't have as many people. And um, yeah, I thought it was funny. I know at one, we saw four, but mostly it was three. Like one person was the tape, one person was the um, ruler or the tape measure, and one person was telling them if the line was straight. And if it wasn't, <laughs> they fixed it because God forbid if it was a smilla. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be magical. And I that's agree what with I you, think. Gina, though. They were kind of um, like people didn't really pay much some people didn't right. really pay much attention to all that hard work that those cast members were putting in but mm -hmm. that's funny that it took three people to do it that is hilarious <laughs> how many people does it take to put social distance line that's down it's like how many people does it take <laughs> to a light bulb that's exactly what i was thinking that this, how many does it take two to watch and one to screw in the light bulb <laughs> oh my gosh all right, we have some sad news, and I might be 26, but I know who this is. So. I'm so proud. <laughs> Johnny Crawford, one of the original members of the Mickey Mouse Club, when the show premiered in 1955, has passed away at 75 years old, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Crawford was one of 24 kids who were Mouseketeers during the show's first season, but was let go when the roster was reduced to 12 for season two. In a 1982 interview, Crawford recalled being released from the Mouseketeers and said, I was a has-been at nine. I told my agent that I would have worked at Disney for nothing. That's when she told me I was working for them for nothing. But being able to go in and say that I had just finished working for a year as a Mouseketeer was to my benefit because there weren't many nine-year-olds who had experience in film. It gave me a certain confidence that I hadn't had before, and I started getting a few small parts. Despite his departure, Crawford continued to have success in the film and television industry, starring as Mark McCain, son of lead character Lucas McCain in The Rifleman from 1958 to 1963. He would later appear in shows including Hawaii Five-0, Little House on the Prairie, and Murder, She Wrote. 
He also appeared in films such as The Man in the Gray Flannel Suit and El Dorado. In 2019, it was announced that Crawford had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, and a GoFundMe campaign was set up by Paul Peterson, an advocate for the former child stars, to provide financial assistance. According to band site Johnny Crawford Legacy, he recently contracted COVID-19, then pneumonia. Hmm. Thank you for bringing magic to kids everywhere, and rest in peace, Johnny Crawford. That's so sad. I didn't know that was him on The Rifleman. My father-in-law watched The Rifleman. (laughs) That's funny. So this was the thing that was interesting to me, which made me think ahead for a Friday show. I don't think that we've ever done a Friday show on The Mouseketeers, which are the Mickey Mouse Club, which I loved, by the way. My mom... It was, it was on some channel when I used to come home from from school and my mom would be watching it because she grew up with it and so she loved it so much. But I did not realize they started with 24 and went down to 12. I don't know how, I, neither. how I didn't catch on to that. I do know there were only 12 when it returned in the 80s. Um, at that time was the new Mickey Mouse Club and I don't know what they called it when it was Justin Timberlake. The new nude. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was just the Mickey, Mickey. The, yeah. Yeah. It was just the, it, it, they never changed it. It was the same because that's my generation with Britney uh, Spears and Christina Aguilera. Right. Well, so when yeah. I, the ones I knew it was, was just the Mickey Mouse Club. Lisa Welchel, that's from Facts of Life, played Blair, if you anybody knows who Facts of Life is. Mm-hmm. Then um, she was one of the Musketeers then, and she was from St. Louis. And that's the only reason that. I really knew a lot about those and I followed them a lot. There wasn't as many famous people from that group as there was from the one that you grew up with, Gina. Or actually the first group, because Annette Finicello and Frankie Avalon probably are the... Well, he, Frankie Avalon wasn't on there, was he? He got famous by w- working with Annette Finicello. Right. I digress. But I know what you're talking about. Annette Finicello is like, the if you said her name, people know what you're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. He was like the face of... The original Mickey Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yes, for sure. Or whatever it was. (laughs) So, some awesome news for Disney Cruise Line. They shared a lot on Thursday about the new ship, the Disney Wish, which set sail next June. I am so excited. I am telling you, I watched this presentation and I was bawling my eyes out. I was so excited (laughs) for it. (laughs) But... Now that Disney has shared the details of the ship's first 32 sailings, so in addition to the first sailing, which is uh, June 9th through the 14th of 2022, um, it will also offer um, three and four night Bohemian cruises, um, which I'm I'm kind of assuming it's replacing the Disney Dream. Or are they moving? I guess they're moving the Disney Dream. So. This the wish is going to take the place of Disney Dream because it's the same itinerary that Dream had. So the general bookings begin May 27th. Um, Those some guests that are um, Castaway Club and Disney Vacation Club members and Adventure Insiders are able to book in advance. So if you are any of those, make sure you contact your um, travel agent and find out when those dates are and you can get them booked as earlier than everybody else. Um, Disney Wish sails from Port Canaveral on June 9th, 2022 on its maiden voyage. The itinerary includes stops in Nassau and at Castaway Key. 
the three night itinerary sail Friday and return to Port Canaveral on Monday. Um, like the main voyage, Disney Wish will make stops in Nassau and at Castaway Key. 16 three night itineraries have been announced. Disney Cruise Line is off is offering 15 four night itineraries on the Wish. The ports of call are the same as the other itineraries with just one day at sea. The ship departs on Monday and returns on Friday. The pricing has not been released for any of these cruises as of yet, but we will make sure we let you know when they are. I sure do wish they would release pricing like for people who are trying to plan and think ahead and contact their agent and say, book it. Like don't well, call and get pricing, like call and book. It just, it would be right. nice for them to right. let them know. Well, and I think what's going to happen is what, what happened when they released their Alaskan cruises for 2022. Um, they were booked within days and the price just skyrocketed on them. I don't know, but I don't know about Stephanie because, well, I'm pretty sure she's teaching at that time too, but I was a little saddened when you guys were all watching that on Thursday. <laughs> And we were at work and I was watching you guys go back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, I want to watch that video. <laughs> I took my lunch break during that day so I can watch I saw it. that you put that <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, we can't I'm, do that. We're sorry, kids. We'll be I back. I normally don't take a lunch break. I usually work through my lunch break because I'm so busy, but I made sure I, I took a lunch that day. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you at all. I was just a little jealous, I have to say. We can't schedule our lunch breaks around <laughs> anything. I know we that's, can't even schedule a bathroom break. That was the problem. <laughs> I hold it. I was having with the um, the people were trying to get in contact with me before the colonoscopy last week, and they kept calling and leaving a message, and I kept giving them my schedule. I'm like, literally, this time to this time is all I have, or this time to this time is my lunch. And the lady's like, but I called you at 12. Isn't that everybody's lunchtime? And I'm like, in a school? No, no, it doesn't work that way. And I'm like, and we don't get an hour, we get 25 minutes and that's on a good day. I mean, we usually don't get really 25 minutes well, to eat. I put a thing on my email, what my hours are. So if you email me, it'll pop up and say, you know, my hours are blah, blah, blah on these days and blah, blah, blah on these days. Because during my work day, if a client emails me, I can't answer. Right. I can't. I can't. I don't have time. My other job's so busy. So I just put my hours out there. That way they know, hey, as soon as I can, I will answer you. Sure. Well, yeah. Chris Good did idea. tell me today. He said it because I was frustrated. And he's like, if you want to quit, you can quit and be a full-time travel agent. I'm like, oh, did you have to say that? Because <laughs> I was a heartbeat. You have to get your house. I know, but you have to get your house first, yeah. right? That's what I told him. I said, let's get our house first and then I'll quit my day job. <laughs> And then you can have people telling you, 10 people telling all the time to come and see you about cruises right. and Disney trips and whatever. The Mickey and Friends World Tour character cavalcade at Epcot has come to an end. It ends on Tuesday, May the 4th. Mickey and no. Friends will instead make appearances at the park's entrance, as we've seen recently. The character cavalcade circled World Showcase as a way for guests to safely see characters in a time that we needed to be socially distanced. I still think we need to be social distance, but that's beside the point. It seems Disney has decided that the characters making static appearances is more efficient. So Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Pluto have been appearing sporadically in the front of the park, and they're going to start doing that regu more regularly today, May 5th. Um, Anna and Elsa's cavalcade ended when they started putting them in front of 
the Norway pavilion behind that little gate for people to take social distance pictures. We reported on that a while ago. And um, so this only leaves the princess promenade cavalcade to drive around the world showcase. And as we all know from Stephanie talking to us that when she went during spring break, she didn't see any, and I'm sure it's because the crowds are picking up. So that's probably Mm -hmm. why they're having to do this because there were probably so many people in the world showcase they couldn't get the cars through, even with them, you know, honking the horns and bringing the people ahead of time or whatever. And the loud music. <laughs> so at first I was like, no, this is so sad. But you are right. Like Epcot, it was really hard to do the parades, which is why I think I didn't see any of them. So it would have been nice to just know that there's an area I can kind of go hang out at and hope to get a glimpse of Anna and Elsa. Um, I just hope that they don't go away at all the other parks because they were very successful at the other parks and I don't think they, they were will. great. I really don't okay. think they will. And I'm I'm really hoping this is here to stay. We were talking about that again today with um my teacher friend that is booking a trip and and I said, I don't even know. Do you know what a cavalcade is? And then I'm kinda like, maybe you should listen to our podcast. But I didn't say that. Um it's Jenny Kelly is gonna go oh, to okay. Disney. And uh she got all excited and she was like no, I don't know what that is. But then when I told her, she's like, that's a great idea. I love she, them. She hasn't been there though since, like since she's been 16. And she's like a year or two younger than me. And I'm like, oh, sister, it's changed a lot since you've been there. Yes, I it has. I wish put uh, masks on the princesses. I think that would be really Thank cute. You. To them, like, that's, yeah. what, that's what we said, bedazzled ones. Yeah. Like I want the character, like the character meals with princesses to come back. Right. They, they, I mean, the masked characters, the ones with heads, they're all there and they still have the six feet. So right. why can't the princesses walk mm-hmm. around six feet away from you? I don't know. I just want Ohana to open back up. Yes. <laughs> it better be open by up. October. I hope so. And I don't understand because they're all masked characters. So why couldn't they open? There's just so many unknowns. I'm assuming it's because they're maybe renovating it or something because Kona is open, which is right next door. I'm assuming that's why it's not open. I don't know. I hope (laughs) that you are assuming correctly and that it's open when we're there in October. (laughs) Me too. That'll be the first reservation we get. Oh, can you imagine if it wasn't by October? That just seems everybody loves that restaurant. All right, so a new relaxation station has opened in the Moroccan Pavilion in Epcot. This replaces the UK Pavilion relaxation station, which has been converted back to seating for the Yorkshire County Fish Shop. The entrance to the relaxation station is near where some minor construction recently took place, removing a suggestive structure from one (laughs) wall. Sorry, I just pictured it. What was it? It apparently was an offensive structure to someone. It looked like an appendage. Really? <laughs> I didn't even. Oh, I'm going to have to like look this up now. It's all over okay. TikTok. Well, well, it's gone. It is gone now, apparently. Um, guests can visit this relaxation station to take off their masks while maintaining physical distancing. There are tables and chairs as well as social distancing markers throughout the relaxation station. The station has taken over most of the back of the Moroccan Pavilion, which has been undergoing several changes since Disney took over ownership. The marketplace was closed 
was closed soon after Disney took over and is now filled with tables and chairs in the shade, as well as some food and drink offerings. The relaxation station only has one entrance and exit, so cast members can track how many guests are inside and keep everything at capacity. So I don't know if you guys have been there um, or like went in that little area, what they're talking Mm -hmm. about since they reopened, but we sat there for a good while because that's where they did a huge birthday uh, picture shoot or photo shoot of Jamie when we were there when she was doing her drinking around the world. And um, that's some of the best shade in that area. So what a great place. Mm hmm. It is. That's where we had Teddy go take a nap. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was so loud everywhere else. We just like ducked into that little area. It was shaded. It was cool. Yep. Quiet. Very nice. Food. Glorious food. Okay. Emirates Patisserie at Disney Springs has two treats fit for royalty. They have a jasmine tea cream tart and a Mulan petite cake. The jasmine tea cream tart is layered with jasmine tea cream, leash, leash, raspberry, and passion fruit gully. Oh, it's lychee and jelly. Sorry. There you go. And a butternut cookie crust. A chocolate swirl fondant flower and edible glitter garnish, the top making it look super elegant. The Mulan Petite Cake came out when the live-action Mulan film was released about a year ago. Now they've brought it back for Asian Pacific Heritage Month. Um, It is made with matcha, matcha, and the lemon chiffon cakes layered with green tea simple syrup, ginger honey mousse, lemon curd, and candied ginger crumbs. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. it's They're both really pretty. Like They sound like they've got a lot going on. But yeah. I'm sure that's one of those things where you're like, I would have never thought to put those things together. That's right? how I am every time I get a HelloFresh recipe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> who, thought, who thought this was a good idea? In Disneyland, guests grab the Magic is Back Cupcake. It's a double chocolate chip cupcake filled with cookies and cream mousse and topped with yellow and red raspberry cream cheese frosting, sprinkles, two white chocolate yellow buttons, and chocolate Mickey ears. So basically, it's a chocolate lover's dream, or at least my dream. Yeah. (laughs) This cupcake is picture-worthy and definitely celebrates the reopening of Walt's original dream, Disneyland. That cupcake is super cute. Like, you don't want anyone to eat it. Because it looks like Mickey with the little buttons and mm-hmm. I don't know. Aww. It was so cute. It's adorable. So if you're looking to have a new place for breakfast, the Whispering Canyon Cafe at the Disney's Wilderness Lodge has an all-you-care-to-enjoy breakfast skillet. Um, and it features Mickey waffles. And now the kids' breakfast skillet has a unique treat that they haven't seen so far. And that is Mickey-shaped scrambled eggs. Huh. For just $13, the kids can enjoy not one, but two Mickey-shaped breakfast foods along with country potatoes, hickory smoked bacon, breakfast sausage links, buttermilk cheddar biscuits, and sausage gravy. Okay, how in the world are they making this? Do they have like a cookie cutter? I think it is a cookie. That's exactly what it looks like, is that they made it in a cookie cutter. I could eat that at home. I'm trying that on Sunday morning. (laughs) I'm surprised. The kids are going to be like, it's a magical breakfast. (laughs) So the Italy Pavilion in Epcot is uh, in the World Showcase is getting a gelato stand that will be called the Gelateria uh, Toscana. 
and it's going to open to guests in May. This walk-up kiosk will offer things like gelato in a waffle cone or cup, sorbet in a waffle cone or cup, gelato floats, tiramisu, and much, much more. The Gelateria Toscana is located to the right of the Inateco Castello near the American Adventure Pavilion. Um, yum, tiramisu. That's my favorite. Ooh, gelato. I know. I was like, is there any videos on this? I haven't found any yet. I hope they have lemon sorbet. Because mm. I bet they do. When we went to Italy, that was all, like every meal you had lemon sorbet afterwards. And really? it was so good. Yes. Yum. That's so interesting. In like a little, like a hollowed out lemon, they would bring this lemon and it was so good. And I never really liked sorbets until, until Italy. And now I'm obsessed. <laughs> So thankfully, a treat just as adorable as the child has returned. The baby Yoda moose is back at my favorite place that I can't <laughs> pronounce. Emirates Patisserie at Disney Springs. The child, or as we now know, Grogu, is made of vanilla chiffon cake, white chocolate mousse, cookies and cream mousse, and cookie crumbs. The soft, thin layer of chiffon cake was covered in a green sugary jello. The middle had a nice cookie crunch between a dome of cookies and cream mousse and white chocolate mousse. Guests who have tried this treat said that it is as cute as it, and it tastes delicious. Huh. And I, I, I got to tell it. you, I wondered how they made it, that shiny stuff. This is the first one that we've covered that talks about what how they made that shiny outside and it's green jello. Like they must not mix it so much. You know what I mean? Like, so it's thicker. Mm -hmm. They must mm -hmm. not put as much water in it so it's thicker so that it goes on there. But I was like, we could do this. We should try this at home. Ooh, I just, when they said green jello, I'm like, ew, and a cupcake? Yuck. <laughs> that doesn't sound appetizing to well, me. Well, it doesn't. I don't, I'm not a big lime jello, but with those other things, it might be nice. A tart with the cookies and cream and stuff, it might be okay. Hopefully it just doesn't have the same type of consistency, because that's where I think you'd lose me. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, it's time for some merch news. After 412 days of Disneyland being closed this week, the Magic is Back merch was for sale. There are shirts with Sleeping Beauty Castle and the words, the Magic is Back. There are also masks, tourist cups, and there are also supposed to be four different pins, but they have not arrived at the Disneyland parks by the reopening date. All of these items can be found at the Emporium in Disneyland. This stuff is super cute and makes a smile when we see it. I just wonder if I could buy it on Shop Disney. Some things you can. I, I didn't. I didn't see some of it, but I would somebody, love to have a T-shirt that said "The Magic Is Back." I've never been to the Disney outlet. It's close to our house, which I know is crazy. I don't know if you have stuff, but today at work, this girl was telling me that stuff that they had printed for Disneyland is now in our Disney store here. The stuff when it wasn't open, it was already like pre-printed and ready to be done for it. things that were supposed to happen that didn't. And so she's been going over there and getting Disney stuff. Hmm. And she said, I don't care if it says Disneyland, it's Disney. And so she said that she went there and I said, so what you're saying is I need to go there tonight because tomorrow I forgot. I didn't forget. I just, because Miranda's going to shoot me with daggers when I say this. It's May the 4th be with you. I didn't know it was Star Wars Day at school, apparently. They told the kids to wear Star Wars clothes. Uh, and I, I, I don't have any either. Star Wars clothes. And she told me to go to <laughs> Disney outlet tonight and I'm like mm, that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I do on Monday night 
I said, Can I record we have, the podcast. I said, we have to record the podcast. And she just said, oh, okay. Like she knew what I was talking about. I'm like, she does not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I haven't seen it on Shop Disney. I was on there this weekend and I didn't see any of that stuff. I haven't looked in a couple of days. I just, I've been so busy. I was busy at work today. So. so I did look at these though. This is for all our mini ears fans. So hopefully Margie's me, listening me. and Gina's on here. So. <laughs> So they came out with denim mini ears for National Denim Day. This denim ear headband by Disney Style is now available at the Walt Disney World. The ears resemble a pair of jeans with a pocket on the front of one ear. The, the distressed pocket has an embroidered red Mickey head. The other side of the ear also have small pockets. Disney Style is embroidered on the side of the headband. And these ears can be found at the Art of Disney Store at Epcot, but they're also available at parks and in Disney Springs. These ears were sold out on Shop Disney and they are for the lovely low price of $48. Yeah, I went and paid that much for ears. Well, I feel like I have a hard you're paying for the whole pair of jeans. <laughs> I think that it's $48 could buy you a pair of jeans. Yeah, you're right. But I guess if you really <laughs> must have them. No, I can make my own. True. I just cut up a pair, cut up a pair of old jeans. There you mm -hmm. go. I mean, they sound cute. I'm not gonna no, lie. No, they they are cute. They're like distressed jean, like bleached out, and they're pretty cool. If you only want to carry a small bag during your Disney Parks trip, then this new wristlet by Loungefly might be for you. The Minnie Mouse wristlet, which can also work as a belt bag, is now available at Walt Disney World. The wristlet matches a sequence mini backpack released earlier this week. The bag is shaped like a backpack, and the base is red with po white polka dots. The front pocket and mini bow are both covered in black sequins. Tiny Minnie Mouse ears peek out from behind the bow. A strap on the back allows the bag to be slid into a belt. The wristlet strap can be unclipped from the top. The lining is patterned with Minnie Mouse faces and the bag was found in Uptown Jewelers at Magic Kingdom. They were so cute. I saw those. They're adorable. They are. And I love that it, like the wristlet matches the backpack because it's uh -huh. a cute like mommy and me type thing. That's what I was going to say. That's yeah. exactly what I thought of is Steph can get this one and then Lucy can have this little baby one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so cute. cute. Yeah, it's so cute. Aww. So I guess Disney has been listening because they have finally released the kind of mask we have all been asking for. Their new Disney masks have a metal piece in the middle to bend at your nose, as well as an adjustable strap. These masks are made with fast drying material as well. One of the face masks features Mickey Mouse in a variety of stances and poses on a blue background. The other mask is a gray face mask that has the black silhouettes of Mickey Mouse throughout the whole design. These new face coverings can be found inside World of Disney at Downtown Disney District. Couldn't find them on Shop Disney yet, but we will let you know when or if we do. These masks are currently selling for $14.99. Yeah, I'm like... So they're talking about less mask usage and they finally get the mask that I've been asking for. <laughs> well, that's oh. the type of mask I had. Like it wasn't a Disney mask. Right. Well, I have some Disney ones that I found and I got them for me and Brad. They're the best ones that I found. And of course, now we're going towards the tail end, but I got tired of some of the ones that I have. And those Disney ones, no matter how much, whether I hang them to dry or not, I feel like they shrink every time I wash them. 
I feel like they're barely covering my lips at this point. Oh. <laughs> and so, oh, no. um, but I, these are made just like what they're talking about. They come with an adjustable strap. They have a nice nose thing and they're shaped a little bit differently. They just, they fit perfectly. And so I don't feel like I'm sucking in the fabric at all times during the day. I so. bought mine like that at Target and it has that metal piece in the nose and it was the best thing I wore at Disney. It was great. Okay, if spirit jerseys have become a huge part of your wardrobe, then you may want to go to Fantasy Fair at Magic Kingdom. A new black bucket hat, oh, this is a baby's alley, Yes. with the Walt Disney World logo has arrived as part of the spirit jersey collection. The Disneyland version of this hat made its debut at Downtown Disney District earlier this month. The classic Walt Disney World logo stands out in white on the front of the black hat. The rest of the hat is plain. You can pair this hat with a matching spirit jerseys face mask. With the popularity of the bucket hats, we believe these hats could be as popular as the amazing spirit jersey. I guarantee you, if they're down there when we go in October, Abby will be getting one. Right. <laughs> well, Kaylee bought one when we were there. Um, and I won't tell you what I thought the name of it was because I just embarrassed myself and it's a big joke in my family here. <laughs> but I didn't call it a bucket hat. I called it something else. Well, I didn't know what they were called until Abby said, Mom, can I get a bucket hat? And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I, I swear when I was little, those kinds of hats were called dump hats. <laughs> and so I asked her if she was wearing her dump hat and she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so now every time she wears it, Joey's like, Mom, Kaylee's got her dump hat on. <laughs> But they're super cute. I just bought one for myself. It's not a Disney one though. Um, I found one on Amazon has daisies on it. I just wanted something different for hat day because um, some of my, it's when you're wearing a mat, I don't know how, if you guys have done that yet, but I used to love to wear ball caps to school. But when you have this and then you have this, this is all you, I know this listeners cannot see what I'm doing, but I'm covering your hat goes down your forehead. All that's open is your eyes and you feel like it's closing in on you during the day. Like I feel like your hat moves down and then you can barely see and barely breathe. And um, <laughs> it's just too much. I can't do it. I did, somebody else said, um, Shannon Awaska, the fifth grade teacher, Stephanie said, I was gonna wear ears, but then there was Disney day. So I felt bad, should I wear ears on hat day? And I said, I've seen other kids do it. I think we should be able to do it, but, but any hoot. But yeah, it's, it's, that's a struggle. So I think the bucket hats are better. They're not as encapsulating, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Miranda and Gina, for joining us this week for the Rumors and News episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com by clicking on the Agents tab and finding one of us, either Stephanie, Miranda, Gina, or myself. You just need to click on our picture and it will take you to our email address so that you can be get your information to us so that we can help you plan a magical vacation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Margie interview Margie's client, Pamela, who just returned from her first Disney World trip with her two children. You aren't going to want to miss it. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains a space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. 
Home's fire. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. is where the magic lives. Thanks.